Welcome back to Jesus Speaks Farsi. As you might have imagined, life in Iran can be difficult for a woman. Many women there have faced oppression, abuse, and trauma, and all have been impacted by the Islamic regime's demeaning restrictions on women. But we've seen over and over that when women experience the liberating and restorative freedom of Jesus, they can become powerful influencers. Join us as we hear the stories of Iranian women who face significant challenges, but through the transformative power of the gospel, have become forces to be reckoned with in the Iranian church movement. We hope you've had the chance to join us these last few weeks for our Women in Iran series. We encourage you to make time to go back and listen to each episode. You don't want to miss Moish to share about her experience growing up in Iran through the revolution and about how she spent the last several decades training and equipping countless Iranian women for ministry. We've also heard from Bihar as she shared her powerful testimony of growing up in Iran as a young woman who wanted more than the life Islam promised her. And most recently, Amir Hussein, Bahar's husband, gave us his unique perspective on the pressures women face in Iran. Today, we'll hear from Sara, a woman who has been instrumental in helping grow the church in Iran. One note, Joe, one of our co-hosts of the podcast, is an Englishman living in the U.S., and he recorded this interview with Sara, who's currently in Argentina. So please bear with us as the sound quality is slightly off in a few spots. We hope you enjoy this conversation with Sara. Let's get started. Sarah, thank you for joining us in today's episode. And I would love to hear what it was like for you growing up in Iran, if you could share a little bit about that. Yes, thank you so much for um, inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I grew up in a Muslim family, and um, but not very fanatical family. My father, he had an open heart, open, open mind. But um, we were Muslim. We grow up and we um, uh, we believe it's uh, Allah is a real God. So what 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 was that like? Do you remember, like as a as a child or a, a young teenager, yeah. going to say prayers? Did you feel connected to God? How how did that feel? Um, to be honest, no. To be honest, no. I didn't have any connection with with uh, with Allah. But um, because this was uh, this was in my in my house, the Quran um, on their table, they they were reading daily um, the Quran or daily play, um, um, prayers. My mom was um, um, I don't know, you know about namaz. It's yeah. Muslim prayer was keeping and going and and doing very nicely this. And so um, she she would she would pray five times a day. Would she get up in the night and pray as well? or in Ramadan time, mm-hmm. she was all the time fasting and and we had some um, um, and uh, some um, how can I say like um, 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 we call in, in Farsi Moludi Moludi was they were all the women's they were gathering together to sit together and and pray and and sing uh, to the prophet Ali. So this was really important. So did did you go to those gatherings with the women? Yeah, it was in my home. It was in oh, my did, mom's did you in, home. Did you enjoy the community? Did you enjoy yeah. being with people? 
Yeah, 100 ladies were coming to our home, just praying and, and singing to Ali. And my mom, she, she has a very beautiful voice and she was singing, singing all about Ali. From my childhood, I still remember um, how, how this, this um, part in my mom's life. So I have another question. So we, we've, uh, I've spoken to Bahar earlier on in this series, and she said that yeah. she was treated different from her brother growing up because, you know, the, the son was more of the favorite child. Was that the same in your household or did your parents treat you and your sister the same as your brother? No, Joe, I, I always say I'm lucky for this part. I, I told you they really believed mm -hmm. about Allah, Muhammad, Ali, but they were not really, really pushing us. Yeah. For them, it was big if we go back to other things, but, but, but they never, even one time my mom and dad, they never pushed me and us. And um, yeah, but we were reading Quran. We were, some, we were sometimes in Ramadan time, we were fasting, but um, yeah, we grow up in these um, and things. And um, so it was like, not, it was like, a, it was like a something in the family, um, which is really important for this family. But praise to the Lord, I'm lucky um, that they never Great. push me and brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. so you, you grew up in a, a loving home um, inside Iran, treated well, um, but the only God that you guys knew was was Allah, and you tried to serve him and do what you were supposed to do. So what happened? How, how did your family end up becoming Christian? I could able to go to Germany, and I went to my uncle's house. But this is beautiful. Joe, exactly six months before I go to Germany to stay with my uncle, this relative, this lady, share about the gospel to yeah. my family. She went to Germany mm -hmm. and she evangelized to my uncle and his wife. They both gave their heart to the Lord. They became Christian. But my uncle didn't say anything to us and to grandparents. Nothing okay. because we were Muslim. So, and when I went there, they didn't see, they didn't say anything to me either, but I saw something different. I saw the Bible there. I saw they were praying. This, this is my testimony. Um, for a few months, I lived with my uncle. Joe, even one time, they didn't share who is Jesus, but through their life, they really showed me the real Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, I would, you know, I would, even one time they didn't talk. I remember I went to my office, um, uh, my, my uncle's office. I told him, uncle, I know you are Christian. I know you gave your heart. <laughs> Talk to me. Why you are not talking to me? Yeah. And, 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 and he that time he shared about gospel and he shared about his testimony. So I remember, Joe, it was around half an hour he was telling me and my heart was like, Oh, I want to know more. I want to know more. So, but he ended up with this. Sarah, another thing I want to tell you, for us, Jesus is not only prophet. For us, Jesus is God. And, and he's, I, he is our savior. Um, I, I still remember his voice really after it was uh, summer 2002, I gave my heart to the Lord. Mm. And, 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 2000, 2000, sorry. So, I, and I told him that, yeah, uncle, I, 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 I believe something, but, but I don't know how. 
can you explain me more? Jesus, we learned he is a prophet. He's a good prophet. But 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 what what is this? And and he talked to me. He told me about son, about father, about about Holy Spirit. And in that time, Joe, I I it was only God to open this because after after that we prayed together and I told him I want to believe. I want to try. I want I want I really want to believe. He prayed for me and I gave my heart to the Lord and a big peace came to me. Mm. And uh and I remember after a few months I told him, Uncle, I think I need to go back to my country. I think I need to go to share this to my mom, to my dad. They need to know. They need to be free from all this stress and all this life. So I returned to Iran. I remember my sister came to the airport to pick up me. Joe, I was so, so passionate. <laughs> you know, in, in the airport, I said to my sister, you know, sister, you know, you know, you know, I'm I'm Christian. I gave my heart to the and Jesus is Lord. <laughs> and, and and my sister was telling me, okay, 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 Sarah, close it. Okay, let's go. For six months, me and that lady and my uncle. We were praying for my mom and dad. And so this what, what, is let, let me ask you what that looked like. So the only prayer that you've known is, you know, the way you pray in Islam, whether it's five times a day or the prayer gatherings uh, with those hundred women. What was it like to pray to Jesus in those early days? How was that yeah. different? Yeah, it is. It was really different because because um, that lady told me, be yourself. Just say, um, God save my life save my mom's life you know mm-hmm. very very easy very 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 not very um formal like you and, were talking and, like you were talking to a friend almost ex- exactly so and joe one night after that six month prayer my mom was doing her namaz yeah. on her on her namaz lord manifest himself to to my mother and he told me I am the way, I am the truth, and I'm the life. And wow. and my mom shouting in her room. The room was dark, and my mom was oh, she said, I met, I saw, I I you know, I I felt so and and she hugged me and she told me that I believe he but you know, in that six months, she oh. was she was like to accept and she was almost, you know, it yeah. was not yeah. okay, so in, in her namaz, this happened. She was like, okay, sort of, but, but we, we grow up like this, you know? And she had so much questions, so much questions. And, um, but only Lord could change my mom. So let me ask you, I know I know part of your story and uh, you went and did some training and you started helping with new church plants and distributing scriptures. And we, we could yeah. spend a long time on this, but um, we've heard different stories about Iran and how women are treated. And so you're, you're a single lady planting churches and helping with new church plants. What was that like? Were you, were you scared? Were you worried? What was going on? Yeah, it was not easy at all. It was not easy at all. Um, to be honest, I was I when I when Fashi told me and 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 I I went there as a young lady. I was I was younger, you know. I in in and single yeah. single girl. It was not easy. To be honest, I was very concerned. I I very stressed 
if they believe me or if they accept mm-hmm. or but Joe in all that life in all that times I could see the hands of God on me I really could see how God is um helping me and giving me uh the authority the good authority I mean to yeah. help people how, how did and, how did yeah. men like men who came to the Lord how did they treat uh, you how was that yeah. like Joe, many of our members, I think 20 or 50, <laughs> some 20, 10 years older than me, men. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and as you know, that it's not, it's not easy, but they were coming and asked me, asking me about their life, about their marriage, about their work. And, and, and it's only God, Joe, it's only God could do this, you know, because, because um, it's not easy from a Muslim man come and ask a young lady or believe what what she say but i could own because you know joe i i really believe that city lord sent me i and yeah. i believe really that that was a lord god's plan for me to go there and he really powered me and he and 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 i could see his hands on me when i was talking when i was sharing and i you know when i when i when i was talking talking or or these men's coming and asking me and i could see they really listening to me this is only from god because it's not easy they never they never hear from a woman they never accept anything from the woman you know in iran women are so down yeah and only god it's only it was on on uh, only god and i really could see that um in all that time of my ministry in iran um, i could see how he is really walking next to me and how he is helping me and my our church grow up if you if um it was one of our uh, actually when i uh went there we started with one church yeah. to, to with five people with we started with five people for four years, we served the Lord there. I think it was around 100 people till 2010, December 2010, we were 100. Maybe yeah. 100 is a, is a small number now, but yeah. in that in that religious city, yeah, it was a big number for us, you know. And uh, and one year after, um, um, God put in my heart that he wants to give us a... Um, seven churches around the um, um and in the beginning for me doing this it was impossible so mm. I, I said to myself, maybe this is my feeling this is my maybe this is my no no this is only from me but i shared this 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 message or or this feeling to the church and to the ministry team we were working together and we said let's pray if if this is from the lord so let's ask lord to show us um and and we make the every night prayer in mm. our home every night we open the door every night from 9 p.m till 10 p.m one hour every every night we're praying and we put a map on the wall and we and we, we said let's pray if really this is from god ask god to show us the name of the the towns joe it is beautiful God confirmed which towns we go and we start. So, so you, you had it on your heart to plant seven churches in a very religious city. 
Yeah, a yeah. young lady, and so you're really just praying and relying on God, and even then you're kind of questioning, was it me, or is this really the Holy Spirit? And so you go on um, to plant six churches, correct? And then what happens yeah. after you plant the six churches? Yeah, you know, um, I told you in the beginning, I said, no, this is this is only me, maybe. Mm -hmm. But after we prayed, after we we we, um, we really were showed, we, I shared with my pastor, with another pastors, and 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 um, so and we 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 started we we started to do something. I said to these teams, my teams, I said, okay, we have the seven towns, the name Lord confirmed the seven towns. Let's do something. Let's make seven evangelistic teams. And we go to these cities, we evangelize and, and, and we see, but, and we pray. If Lord give us the houses, okay, we, we, we believe that we will be sure that this is from the Lord. And, and I told them that let's um, evangelize for seven weeks. I love yeah. the number seven because seven <laughs> so, and, and also I made seven evangelistic teams. So I made yeah. seven evangelistic teams and we prayed and i said to the teams let's do something let's we go to this set and uh, to this city only let's pray don't do anything only for one hour two hours three hours let's praying um all walking and praying around all, all the cities and for the next week lord it, uh, joe it's beautiful that i told you every night prayer was continue mm -hmm. and in prayers god were giving us a new strategy i have to to go to this to these uh, towns i remember first week was okay just go and walk or or, or the the that the the, uh, the the second week was like i remember we we, we gave only one New Testament to each um, teams. Okay, go and talk and share. And I remember um, the third week, um, God put us in our heart. We took some seeds as a, I don't know how to yeah, say in English. It's like a sign to, that you were planting. Okay. I told them, go to the cities, throw to the cities. The fourth week, the five week. And, 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 and the week four, in each city, we had a person or we had families and we had people. They were opening their doors, their wow. house. It was beautiful. Hey, so Sarah, let, let me jump in. So when you say evangelistic teams, a lot of people in the West, they think, oh, this is a team that the church is paying. Maybe they're employed by the team. But were these people just people who love the Lord, volunteering, serving? Normal people, normal people yeah, from the amen. church. We shared this um, vision to them. They asked, "Who wants to come? Who really wants to come?" Yeah. So when, when we come, we we um, uh, we put them in different teams. Yeah. Normal people, voluntary people, they were ready to do anything for Jesus. Um, the beautiful thing is, till December two thousand and ten, um, we planted six six of that city. We had. Um, we had, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I remember I, uh, it was Christmas time. I wanted to go back to my mother's city to be with them for New Year and Christmas. Yeah. And in my mind, in all the team's mind was, okay, after January 2011, we go to that seven town and we start a church.
As a single lady in Iran, Sarah had a front seat to Jesus building his kingdom. She saw him transforming lives and watched the church grow in amazing ways. Six new churches had been planted and they were believing for the seventh. But for Sarah, like so many Christians in Iran, the risk of persecution is always looming. I've spoken to friends who have told me that each time they left the house, they'd say bye to their families, not knowing if they'd come home. They'd hesitate whenever they'd see a police car, and there was the constant concern that the government could come knocking on their door at any moment. For Sarah and her family, that knock came while they were celebrating Christmas together. I was shaking. I opened the door, five angry policemen bursting. And he said that, I told you open the door. And, and I said, okay, we, if we were not sure, you are from police, we were not sure. So, and and and, and um, immediately one, the head, the head of these five opened um, his bag and they give us a paper. My daddy was there, he said, read with a loud voice. My dad took a paper and, 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 and he said that, um, I, I don't have my glasses, my study glass. I cannot read it. I was next to daddy. I said, I, 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 he gave it to me. So I will read. Joe, I, 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 I tell you, my eyes, the paper was in my hands, yeah. but I, I couldn't read. <laughs> then I told him, I'm sorry, I need my study glass. And, yeah. <laughs> and he took the paper from me and, and he read it from loud. This, this, is the, this is the rule, I think. They, yeah, that yeah. Paper, so they can check they have the authority everything. to arrest you and yeah for two hours they searched they took everything but when they came in after a few i think it was maybe 20 minutes 50 minutes after such a good peace came to me and i and and after that i asked my mom and dad my sister they had the same feeling we could we could we could feel the God's presence, you know, and and the one he's telling me, do not fear, don't fear. After two hours, uh, the guard, the big guard, the the boss of the head, uh, the boss of the five, the they said to my sister, get ready, you should come with us. And suddenly, Joe, I saw my mom stood up from the chair. Chair. I know when she do this, she yeah. do something crazy and I was inside praying Lord give mommy wisdom she was yeah. something they take him I don't want to take her so and she said wait a minute I want to tell you something but I, I have to tell you something Joe I said Lord please help mommy to do <laughs> please please so and 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 this five angry policemen okay tell us he said she is she stood up like very uncomfortable like like this very yeah. very very not not very free not very free so he said she said that you know joe i still remember what mommy say i still remember the power of the word she she shared mm. them that you know my savior jesus christ joe this 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 word is big how yeah. you can say to the my savior yeah. all i have something to tell you my savior jesus christ before all these things happened, he said, do not fear because I am with you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not crying because of, because of the fear. I'm crying because he told us in this world we have trouble. Yeah. Take my daughter and I'm happy for what she's going to prison. For her faith she's going to prison and I'm happy about this. Wow. Joe, this, believe me in front of Jesus, I'm telling you, these five angry policemen 
silent. They didn't say anything. They handcuffed Leila and they took Leila and they gave us an, an address. They said to my mom and me, after five, after two hours, come to this address to see where Leila is. So what what I what I love about this story is I mean it, I can't imagine the emotions the mix of fear and peace all kind of coming at the same time but a lot of people when we hear about women in Iran or the stories we think of women that are put down and and women that are treated like second class citizens but you guys encountered Jesus and you become these powerhouses for the Lord and you're full of faith and hope and boldness and I, I'm just so glad that our listeners get to hear that. So tell, tell me, Sarah, ca- let's carry on because uh, there's some other stuff I want to get to in, in this conversation, but you end up going into prison yourself. How long were you in prison for? Um, I was total um, 37 days yeah. in Evin prison, but 26 days I was in solitary confinement, yeah. if I might say wrong, right? Solitary confinement. Correct. yeah. Yes, in a very um, small room, two foot by two foot, mm. four meters, the, wow. the four meters, very, very small and wearing um, very filthy clothes. Oh, yeah, dirty clothes. Yeah, wow. The sound of Quran was throwing all the, um, the time. The light was 24 hours on and... Um, yeah, it was it was it was not easy, especially the first three nights. I remember when the guard closed the door of my cell, I started to cry, and it was a big challenge, Joe, for me. There is God now. Yeah, and and God is. Where are you, God, Lord? Really, where are you? You cannot see me in these hard moments in my life, and mm. many things were coming to my mind, praise my sister, why God, Lord is not protecting us here? What happened? And and I don't know, you read the, the book of when my um, heaven is silent. Yeah. I don't know, you read, my heaven was silent. Really, I could, my I was praying, heaven was silent. Mm. I remember um, two, two, three nights, my heaven was silent, 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 silent. Yeah. I couldn't hear anything. The night, the, the the third night, I was really like um, um, complaining to the Lord. Yeah. What happened? You why you are not here? Why you are here? I remember He reminded me something, Joe. This is beautiful. And um, just twenty days before I I they arrest me, I was reading the book of Romans, chapter yeah. five of book of Romans. I was reading the book of Romans chapter 5, um, verse 1 to uh, 5. And um, Paul, Paul is writing this letter, as you know, and, uh, and he is telling something that um, in your difficulties, have joy. In the difficulties, have joy. Do not give up because sometimes difficulty help you to change something about yourself, to build your character, yeah. make you a a good um, um, or or it teach you the difficulty teach you how to be patient, how to be yeah. waiting for the Lord. So I was reading this chapter and I, I asked myself a question in that time. And um, what high expectation Paul is telling asking the, the 
the church and also god how is it possible in the difficulties keep your joy yeah but, but i said lord you want to talk to me and 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 he opened for me the reason why because because really difficulty sometimes is i don't want to say god put us in the difficulties to to change us but god used difficulties yeah. or used things to help us to grow up so in 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 that time I started to write this this message. In that time, I shared this message and from my experience to all our most of our own underground churches. And yeah. so my sister invited me even to share this message in her church. So in, in that time with so much passion, I was encouraging our people, do not give up. If you are in difficulties, stay. God is God using. But in that night, Joe, God reminded me. Do you remember 20 years ago, with so much, 20 days ago, with so much passion, you were encouraging people. And now you at yourself. <laughs> you are blaming, you are crying. You are, you lose your faith and you are complaining to me while you are here. Oh, Joe, it, it, and, and he told me that you are acting like I am dead. You look, look at you. Wow. Oh, I, I repent. I went to my knees. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. I know. I know. I know you are here. And, and, and this is, this is another lesson you want to teach me. Change me here. I need to be changed. And, 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 and now I know why I'm here because you, you have something bigger. You have something. Then later wow. I tell you if you, what, what it all makes. So, and, and, and in that night, I, I pray, I pray in my cell, Joe, I was dancing, singing, I said, dancing and crying, okay? So yeah. I said, Lord, I am here, you are here too. Lord, teach me, Lord, change my character. Lord, learn, teach me how, how, to, how to trust you, how to have joy in difficult, because, you know, because, you know, for me, it was like, Lord is telling me, you only, um, you only say and you didn't act. And, and now is the time ah, for acting. The word you shared, now is the time for acting. Joy in difficulties. So what, what, let me, what, what I find so amazing is, so you've, you've been through this life change, you've become a Christian, you've been through training, you're planting churches, starting churches, equipping evangelist teams. You serve in the Lord with everything you've got. You go to prison. And what I would say, like, you'd be pretty upset, you know, where are you in all this, God? And in the middle of the prison, the Lord doesn't give you a pat on the back. He almost, like, reprimands you and says, Sarah, you're better than this. You know me. And you end up repenting in the prison. Um, yeah. which is crazy, but in that repentance and acknowledging your need for God even more, you end up drawing closer to him. It's just, it's yeah. amazing how the Lord works because, yeah. Yeah. you know, we yeah. sometimes expect the Lord to say sorry to us for what we're going through yeah. and he, he uses it for, for our good. Exactly. You know, Joe, I always say to the Lord, I'm sure when I share my <clears throat> testimony with others, I, 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 I say that. Um, yeah, I don't want to say I'm a I'm a hero. Prison was was really 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 difficult. But many years before I go to prison, I served the Lord, and I I thought I know many things. I thought I really trust Him, trust. But in prison, really, I I saw no. 
in difficulties is is I I need to learn this this step. And in prison, it was like a private university for me to how to trust him, how wow. to put all my eyes on him, how to trust him exactly in the in the closed door, Joe, mm-hmm. because. I didn't know how long I would be there. I didn't know what would happen to me. I didn't know what 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 um what they will do to me. So and and but what I learned, I really learned that I trust him because he is a control of everything. And 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 uh, even even when my heaven is silent, I trust hmm. him. I think of uh, there'll probably be people listening to this story and they're going through hardships in their life and. Sometimes it feels like God isn't listening and God's not there. And I just love them to hear your heart that, you know, sorry, you're acting like I'm not alive. And and that's what we do, don't we? We all act like Jesus is not alive sometimes. Hey, so tell me, after you come out of prison, you've still got this seventh church to plant. What happened there? Yeah, after prison, um, um, it was, you know, the the police in, in the prison, the, the security guard told me that, I'm forbidden to go back. I cannot mm-hmm. go. I cannot travel without their permission. I remember two years after my, my freedom, um, I didn't do anything, nothing. I was really um, recovering. It was not easy, you know, after yeah. prison. Even after prison was worse than inside of the prison because after prison, all the time I was thinking, maybe they come back, maybe they yeah, come and take me again. Yeah. Or, or, or a few times they asked me to go to the station, police station. They asked different questions. Uh, my IDs, my password, everything was in their hands. So it, it was not easy. The first year, the first two years, it was not easy. Still was okay if they come back because I was temporary free. It was not yeah. my case. So was you, not oh, okay, so they were still waiting to do your case and you had to stay at home. Yeah. So did did you work in that time or did you just stay at home? Yeah, no, no, no. I stayed at home. I stayed at home. I, I, I think I renew my, my, my faith, my, my, it was not easy, you know, for. Yeah, a, a, yeah. A, so you're kind a, of healing, but, recovering from yeah, the yeah. hardship. I really needed. I really needed. And uh, for me, it was not easy to forgive the the um, uh, the interrogators. Yeah, you know, the yeah. Was and uh, um, anyway, after after two years, it was two thousand and twelve. A beautiful voice came to me and said, "Now is the time." Now is. <laughs> I was praying. I really. I was really strong after 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 that healing. Yeah, I was yeah. still um, hoping that. Uh, God still wants me to be here because in that two years, many people advising me, sorry, now is the time for you. You can, you can come out of Iran, but still was God telling me that do not leave this land. While I was in prison, while I was in prison, they went to that seven town. They found the family. They shared the gospel and sort of, we are waiting for you to start to plan because we were waiting for you to come. We believe that God will open the door of prison for you. After six hours, I arrived to the bus station. I was, I had so much joy. I tell you, do not laugh at me, but I really did this. <laughs> I kissed, I put my, step, my, my feet and I kissed the ground. That's it. I'm happy I'm here. Lord, you opened the doors for me. I really, I was super, you know, for two years, that, that city for me was beautiful. I started yeah. my ministry there. 
it's many, many good memories. We did many things. Lord opened many doors. So I went there to that family with my two old disciples. We prayed, we worshiped the Lord, and we um, planted the seven church. You know, Joe, because this was God's plan. God told me and God told us maybe 2010 was not the right time. God wanted to plan the seven church, the last one in 2012, and he opened the door yeah. for me. For two years, I worked in Esfahan and also in Tehran till 2014. Two years. Nothing so happened to me. What, what, yeah. what, what, what is amazing is so that seventh church was almost being started whilst you weren't even there working. And the, yeah. the verse comes to my mind where the Lord says, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion and it was like the lord saying i'm gonna complete this work and Amen. he used the people it's just beautiful how the yeah how the lord works with that so you did you did end up leaving iran in the end and you met yeah. your husband samuel and you married and and in that time you know yeah. you've been training leaders you've been helping other churches in the iran region um, but now you've got three kids so now you're a mother yeah. of three you've got two boys and a girl right Two boys and a girl. Wonderful. Yeah. So I want to ask you this question as a mother. So if you think back to your time in Iran when you were traveling around and you were doing all this work for the Lord, how would you feel about your kids doing that kind of stuff when they're young? Would that scare you? Or would you be happy? How would you feel as a mother? They, they continue my way. Well, they just, the, you know, the, the risks that you took, you know, you, you were risking so much. It was dangerous. It was hard, you know. Yeah. How would you feel that, like your oh, mother? I wish to see them. Yeah. I, I to see, to, to preach to Iranian nation. I wish, I wish to, I'm waiting, Joe. I'm really waiting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm spending a lot on them. I, I'm re now, they are really little now, four years two years and one year. Wow. So ten- any, any mothers listening who have been in that situation, that is a tiring time. So we will be praying for you. <laughs> it's very tiring time, but, but I'm waiting to see how they serving the Lord Iranians. And I'm teaching the language because their father is um, Argentinian. Yeah. I'm teaching Iranian language and I, I really want they serve the Lord. And if Lord called them, I am sure he will use them. Wonderful. And, uh, and and if they be open to to God's um, uh, word, I would love to see them. They go back to Iran. I wish, though, it's one of my wish before I I go to heaven. I go to be with Jesus. I want to go back with my family to Iran. Yeah. I want to go to because Joe. I want to show my husband and my church the things I did, the cities, the yeah. the yeah. the. House. There's, you know everything so I, what what I, I, what, I, what i love uh, hearing from you is like you went through you know a really hard time in iran and there's obviously the islamic regime there that oppresses uh women sometimes and it enforces islam but you still love your homeland like you love iran still right i, th- I think it's important for people to hear that that you love your people you love your country yeah, I really love my country and I, I wish I can go back. You know, I, I left Iran with my passport mm. legal. I I have because I I I I had something in my heart that God will send me back to Iran in a right time. Mm. 
So I've got I've got a couple yeah. of questions for you because I know yeah. um, you're doing some work with youth leaders at the moment and helping them. So I think of these young women growing up in Iran now. Well, all women really, but especially younger women, because I'm thinking back to you when you were going through, you know, your experience coming to the Lord and encountering Jesus and doing ministry in Iran. These young women now have social media, they have the internet, they see the outside world. So as they're in Iran, how difficult is it for these women to be in Iran and then see the freedoms in the Western world? They see it on social media. What's it like for those young women growing up in Iran today? Yeah, um, Christian or not Christian? Bo both. You I'm interested both. in both. both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Joe, it is, it is uh, not easy for them because they want to have many things that they cannot have. Mm. Most of the thing is forbidden for me. They are not free. Um, but but now, I mean, Iran, I can see Iran a little, a little, not very, a little bit better than before. Yeah. They can you know, they, they, um, I mean, the woman, I, they treating a little better yeah bit better with um, with um uh, ladies but anyway uh, they are not free they cannot do anything it, it's hard it's really it's really hard and um for to answer this question for for our women those they know jesus those mm -hmm. they know jesus um i think um i think um it's um how can i say it's still hope because, you know, Joe, I, I, when I talk with our members in Iran, I tell them, um, you are a hero because you are in, in, even for this situation, you are putting your life in a risk, mm. still staying in Iran, still you decided, Joe, we have a very a strong ladies. We have a very, very strong ladies that, and, and in a heart, in, in, all hard this one uh, still want to stay. Sometimes it's tempting for them. Sometimes it's really they want to come out. Sometimes it's hard to see other women outside have their freedom. But 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 those they are really believing in God, they can they can they can. Um, I I I mean, I mean they can serve. Yeah. Other uh, women, you know, they can, they can, they can help other women, you know, but, um, but I, it's still, still, maybe I know when they come out of Iran, they want to, okay, without their scarf or, or have their, 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 their freedom, not fear, but, um, I don't know how to say, but I think, um, Iranians, we have many, many strong Iranian ladies mm -hmm. still, um, 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 still wants to stay in Iran yeah. to save others, to save yeah. others. Even sometimes for them, the door is open to come, but they still. So in, in, in all your time, uh, you've been working with so many people now when when a woman your your story is a little bit different because your mother and father treated you well but i know there's many women inside iran from extreme islamic families who have been oppressed who have been put down when they encounter jesus and and they hear about a god who loves them a god who offers grace a god who says you're treated equal you're made in the image of god just tell us a few you know, what happens to a woman when they come out of that and they experience Jesus? 
you know, they 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 lost their identity. I was yeah. what, what, um um wanted to find this word identity. But when they come to Christ, they find their identity, who they are in Christ. They are important in Christ, and 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 they can have life. They can they can they can decide. They can they can they can work. They can. Um, they can, um, you know, um, um, they can, they can, they can, they, they are important because, because for those women, they think they are only, they, um, they created to be in the house, working, cooking, raising up the children. But what they, when they, this woman come to Christ, they really find that Jesus, Jesus loves them. They are important for them. And, 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 um, and uh, so they, they are a good vessel. In, and that's why, Joe, if, if you see women in Iran, the, the the Iranian women come to Christ more than Iranian men. Mm-hmm. We have we have if we want to count many the uh, many women uh, who they believe Jesus is yeah. much more than men because when when you go and talk with them Jesus loves you you are yeah. important our work is to talk with these women that they lost their identity identity they lost who they are they are when we go to talk to them you are so valuable for jesus and lord wants to use you lord mm-hmm. wants to 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 um to help so this is that's why this, we have so many more women coming coming that's to amazing Christ. You have you've been through so much. You've journeyed with the Lord um, through coming out of Islam into Christianity, uh, helping your family know the Lord. Uh, amazing how how the Lord journey with you to to start all those churches through the prison to being so intimate with Jesus. Um, now that you're married, you're a wife, you're a mother of three. You've travelled. I want to ask you, I've got two daughters. I've got Miriam and Eliana, and I love them so much. And I heard your heart for those women in Iran, but for all the women, whether they're older women, young girls, whatever, all you know about Jesus and what you've experienced with him, I'd love you to just speak to them and say what the heart is, for heart of Jesus for, for women and, and, and my daughters and people growing up. What would you say the heart of Jesus is for these people? Yeah. The, the heart of Jesus for these this people and these ladies is Jesus loves them so, so much. If, you know, Joe, if you, if, if they look in the Bible, they say many women, they were always, always with Jesus and serving. So they are important. They are really important. And God, God, um, and, and the other thing, God created them not to mm-hmm. put them back to want to use them so for those women they are here listening to this this podcast and they they i really want to um, encourage them they are a, a, a important creation from god i was a young lady in talking in front of other other many many more big and muslim men's older than me and 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 they they were listening to me they were coming and asking me they can this woman this um 
those that are listening to me, you can be one of one of these. And because because Jesus, because Jesus loves all of them, because Jesus is is giving them the identity. Jesus is giving us an authority. Jesus is giving us a new name, you know, and it's not because we are woman, we are the second. I really believe that God wants to use me. I really believe that mm. God, God chose me. And it's only belief that we are important, you know, and, and, and you know, one thing I, I just, something came to my mind. When uh, Jesus started his work and, and um, God, when, when he, uh, when the John baptism baptized Jesus in the Jordan River. Uh, the Bible says one where once the Lord from heaven said, you are my, you are my son and you're mm -hmm. my beloved. So, and, and we, you know, why Jesus continue, why Jesus didn't give up and why Jesus, um, why Jesus had victory on the cross because all the time he listened to that verse, you are my son and I love you. Jesus believed he is really loved by God. And we need to believe that we yeah. are his children and we are important. Because if we want to, if we want to continue with that, that other voice, and uh, like from our parents, from the culture, from the um, uh, from the school, or from the from the from the from the Islam. And, and we cannot continue. We need to continue with this voice. You are important and believe that God wants to use you and believe that God, re you are important for Jesus. I, I hope I could answer this question. No, this is beautiful. Yes. That's, yeah, that's what I, I want to, I want people to know that, you know, when I, when I had my little girls, I was so proud and excited for them. And I just want them to know exactly that you know they are special they are loved they are made in the image yeah. of god and uh, god has great plans for them but believing that is is the believe key is yeah. yeah yeah so i just wanted to to say that they believe they are important for jesus mm. they believe they are not second they are really important for jesus because because we are a god's creating god never created wrong mm. and if he created us so we are important for him yeah. yeah yeah and also, yeah also i want i forgot to say that many times i i i felt maybe because i'm a woman i cannot continue but i really because especially because because we as a woman sometimes we feel okay maybe men can better than us can do better than us but in my life i really um he really lord really teach me that not because I'm woman, but because his hands on me and he chose me. He chose he chose me and I can do it. Sarah, thank you so, so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. It's been a blessing to me and I'm sure many of our our listeners. Last question, how can our listeners be praying for you and your family? Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. Um, please pray for me, for my children. Now, this is a very, very hard season of my life. <laughs> and raising three uh, children, please pray for me, for my, um, and also the other, the other things, you know, that now I'm living in Argentina. Mm. And, and 
passport problem. I need to um, get very soon my passport. Please pray and for me and my family and um, yeah, and for my work and passport. <laughs> Amen. We will do. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you very much for having me. It was great to talk with you, Joe. Thank you. All right. I'm really glad that you got to hear Sarah's heart for how much Jesus loves women and how they're playing an instrumental role in the growth of the Iranian church. One of my favourite things she said was how the Lord taught her that it wasn't because she was a woman, but because his hand was on her and he chose her. And because of that, she can do whatever he's asking of her. It reminds me of a great bit of scripture at the end of Galatians 3. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Join us next time on Jesus Speaks Farsi with another episode of Chai Time, where myself, Jen and Darylin will be sharing our thoughts and takeaways from this past series, Women in Iran. Speaks Farsi is produced by Elam Ministries, a nonprofit charity whose mission is to strengthen and expand the church in the Iran region and beyond. For more information and ways to partner, visit elam.com forward slash partner. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. We would love for more people to learn about what Jesus is doing amongst Persian speakers today. Music